All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed-up taxpayer, bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I am Bronin, your host. And today I want to start off talking about ballot initiatives, and then I'm going to transition into the illegal alien humanitarian crisis or whatever you want to call it, depending on whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, or although I suppose both groups these days are now using the term crisis to describe illegal immigration, but for different reasons. So first, I want to talk about ballot initiatives. And many states, or if not all states, they have ballot initiatives, right? If voters want to propose an amendment to the state's constitution, then if they gather enough signatures, which varies state to state, but typically you need to get tens of thousands of signatures, you need to get like double the amount of signatures that are required. So for example, if you need 40,000 signatures to get the ballot question approved to go before the electorate, you really need to get 80,000 signatures because apparently so many of them get thrown out for one reason or another, an an address error or or anything like that. So uh, California is uh, famous or infamous for ballot initiatives. And I don't keep up uh, too closely with this issue around the country, but I know maybe 12 or 15 years ago, they used to put forth tons of ballot initiatives every year. And it could be chaotic if there's too many questions from an unengaged electorate to usually the questions are very confusingly worded. It's intentional that they are confusingly worded. And so it, it can just create chaos when it actually comes time to implement some of the laws. But one of the more famous ballot initiatives, of course, over the last uh, 15 years before gay marriage was legalized by the Supreme Court, many states had put the question on the ballot, California, most famously or infamously. And the same year that Barack Obama was elected in 2008, the gay marriage question appeared on the ballot in California and voters rejected gay marriage. They outlawed it. And anyway, most state legislatures, they hate ballot initiatives. They hate when the citizenry is armed with any kind of knowledge about the legal system. And, and this goes on a lot in Massachusetts. And I know I, I I know this is the Real Texas Radio podcast, but I do talk about Massachusetts because that's where I am from. And during the COVID nonsense hoax, when it began back in 2020, uh, during an election year, there were a lot of uh, candidates who needed to gather signatures, particularly if they were first-time candidates, typically running for local offices or state Senate races. And it was an incumbent's dream because basically all of the dictatorial, uh, communist, third-world banana republic laws 
that the Democrats enacted, in, including the rhino governor, Charlie Baker in Massachusetts, who is a, a, a bishop in the Church of Covetology. All of these uh, legislators and politicians, they loved making it difficult for newbies to come onto the scene and, and try to run for office and, God forbid, create a competitive election for, for these dinosaurs and for these uh, tax uh, rapacious Democrats who want to die in the office. So remember, they, they basically made things like attending church illegal or gathering around a, a picnic table or, or having any kind of a stand where you could have citizens come up and sign petitions or, you know, you couldn't stand in front of the grocery store. And, and basically all of the typical avenues that a would-be candidate would pursue in order to try to get on the um, in front of voters on the ballot to run for elected office. The Democrats did everything they could to put a stop to that. And they take the same approach with these ballot initiatives. Like what they'll try to do is they'll, they will increase the amount of signatures required in order to get a question before the voters. Several years ago in Massachusetts, the state gas tax was set to rise. It was going to be tied to inflation so that way the state legislature wouldn't have to ever vote again to raise the gas tax and so they they passed that because uh they're a bunch of phonies and they they didn't have any they didn't have any stones shall shall we say they didn't want to have to end up in the newspaper or on the local news or online that they voted to increase the gas tax on their constituents, many of whom are working class people who have to drive to their jobs. And so anyway, a, a ballot initiative, thank God, came along after the state legislature tried to punish the citizens of Massachusetts, and the voters pushed back. They rescinded that piece of legislation that tied the state gas tax to inflation. And so now, if the state legislature wants to increase the gas tax, they need to vote on it each time and they need to get it on the record. So earlier this year, there was another piece of uh, sneaky legislation that passed in Massachusetts, and that was to give illegal aliens driver's licenses. So not get illegal aliens onto the tax rolls and, and get them contributing to the tax base. I'm talking about state income taxes. I'm aware that they may be paying other taxes like a sales tax, but so are the rest of us who are registered taxpayers who are accounted for. So instead of doing anything like trying to get illegal aliens to get onto the tax base, um, and, and there are, by the way, there are tons of illegal aliens in Massachusetts. I know that uh, Democrats think that there are no illegal aliens in the United States, and that if there are, they all live on the Texas or Arizona borders. Uh, but there are there are tons of illegal aliens, really, in, in most states, but certainly in Massachusetts. And many illegal aliens, they do have roots in Massachusetts. Uh, many Brazilians, there's a huge Brazilian population. There are many other Central and South Americans. 
And I, I know that the Democrats like Elizabeth Warren and Ayanna Presley, those Massachusetts Democrats, they probably don't really interact with any illegal aliens themselves, beautiful people, but they are, they're all around the state of Massachusetts. So anyway, the state legislature overwhelmingly voted earlier this year in 2022 to give driver's licenses to illegal aliens, and that law is supposed to take effect next year in 2023. So this past summer, there was a huge effort to get a ballot initiative to basically rescind this legislation to prevent illegal aliens from getting a driver's license. My husband, uh, he just recently immigrated legally, legally. We've been in the process for a long time. We've done everything correctly. So he's just immigrated. And now we are at the stage where he is, uh, we're looking into him getting a driver's license. And anyway, and obviously, Texas is very different from Massachusetts. It's a different uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. But anyway, he needs to have certain identifying documents like a social security card and, and other photo ID, other forms of identification before he's going to be eligible to get a Texas driver's license. And you know what? That That's the same thing for me. I also, I had to go into the registry of motor vehicles, present documents, take an eye test, go through all this hassle. And that's the same thing if you're a resident of Massachusetts. If, if you're an American citizen, right, you're going to be expected to present all of your documents to get a driver's license. But apparently, I, I don't know what the, the plan is in, in Massachusetts for these state legislatures, but what if American citizens just start walking in and saying, I'm an illegal alien, I need a driver's license, don't hassle me. I'm not showing you my social security number or card. I don't have one. I'm not showing you my birth certificate. I don't need to. I'm not showing you a passport. I'm an illegal alien and I want my driver's license now. In any case, the Secretary of State in Massachusetts, he has certified that this question about rescinding the driver's licenses for illegal aliens, it is going to appear in November on the ballot. Now, interestingly, in order to get the certification with these signatures, you need to get a certain amount of signatures from each county in the state. And the county which covers Martha's Vineyard, which we're going to talk about in a moment, but the uh, the very wealthy, rich, famous celebrity colony in the summertime where Barack Obama has a 29-acre oceanfront property. And remember last year during the COVID panic, he invited all of the uh, all of the rich and famous Oprah Winfrey at all to his compound to celebrate his birthday. Um, meanwhile, you were being told that you're a uh, grandmother, nurse killing, deplorable, anti-science, um, should be in jail freak. Remember that? So anyway, in uh, Martha's Vineyard, the county, it's called Dukes County, and of all of the tens of thousands of signatures that were collected in order to get this illegal alien driver's license question before the voters, just one signature came out of Dukes County, which would lead one to believe that perhaps the residents of Dukes County, and, and which number is in the thousands, believe it or not, that they are 
pro illegal alien driver's licenses, that they are very pro sanctuary state. Wouldn't you think so? I mean, there were, there were many counties which had thousands of signatures, um, thousands of citizens from around the state of Massachusetts voted to at least just get the uh, question before the voters. You know, isn't that what Democrats promote, that they they love to get voter input and, and they uh, they love democracy and, and they think that we should all be voting, even if we're dead or we're from another country or whether we vote 10 times and whether we vote in person or by mail or, you know, whether a cat or a dog or a turtle votes. You know, it's very important that we're all voting. You know, if, if you're a two-year-old, your vote counts. So you would think that Democrats would be promoting and doing everything they could to give voters choice and present these kinds of questions to them to allow them to weigh in on these important decisions like illegal aliens being able to drive even though they don't have to pay state income taxes. But you would be wrong. And so anyway, transitioning now to the illegal aliens who are being deported from states like Texas, Arizona, and now Florida. And most recently, Governor DeSantis of Florida, he chartered two planes to Martha's Vineyard, the very exclusive island where all of, like I mentioned, all of the Hollywood elite and, and Clintons and Kerrys and Obamas and, and, and all of the, the better than yous like to congregate and summer. And so something like 100 or 120 illegal aliens arrived in Martha's Vineyard and immediately the uh, the liberals right they've they've lost their minds and we're getting the usual Republicans are just they're cynical, evil, nasty, um, xenophobic, racist and this is just a stunt. this is terrible. And I mean, what's the problem, right? It, it wouldn't you aren't in the state of Massachusetts, aren't these illegal aliens going to have some of the easiest time of acclimating to the country? They're going to get their uh, they're going to get their free driver's license, right? They're not going to have to produce any documents. The the state legislature has created all of these illegal alien friendly policies. So why aren't they opening up their arms? I mean, I know that Barack Obama deported hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens while he was president. I know you're not allowed to talk about that. I know you're not allowed to say that. And I, I know that Barack Obama, he, he's a saint, and that uh, the Pope any day now is going to be uh, declaring him a, a living saint. I'm sure that that will be happening. And I know he won the uh, Nobel Peace Prize. But while all of that was going on, Barack Obama was deporting, I think, something like 400 or 450,000 illegal aliens, more than George W. Bush during the 9-11 period. Can you believe that? More than George W. Bush during his entire eight years in office, as a matter of fact. Now, I know that you can't say anything bad about George W. Bush either. I know that he he may have already been granted sainthood, living sainthood. You know, I, I know that when he started two wars that cost the United States an almost incalculable amount of money, just an amount of money that I think the typical human brain can't even comprehend. It was like that kind of level of money, like 
even more than the the COVID hoax scam fraud money that was printed up out of thin air, even more money than that. And I know how difficult it is to comprehend that amount of money. So, so anyway, the illegal aliens arrive on Martha's Vineyard and all of a sudden the Democrats, they're declaring a humanitarian crisis and they are deploying the state militia. And it's, it's 120 people or 150 people. Now, we know that by the end of 2022, there's going to be 2 million illegal aliens will have poured over the border from the south. And many of them, of course, they, they're going to stay in Texas or they're going to stay in the southern states. But Biden and Elizabeth Warren and Biden's press secretary and the vice president, Kamala Harris, and, and all of these other Democrats... They, they don't acknowledge that illegal immigration is – that it even occurs. It's definitely not at a crisis level. It's definitely not a problem even if illegal aliens who are captured and they're given a court date and they don't show up for the court date. You know, there's, there's no problem whatsoever with any kind of illegal immigration. So how then is it possible that – 100 or 150 illegal aliens show up in the sanctuary state of Massachusetts and all of a sudden now we are deploying the state militia to to handle this and it's it's all over the press okay the most of the press they have no interest when in in the course of a month there's a hundred thousand plus illegal aliens coming over the border that that's not a story there's no interest there but one plane load or one bus load or two bus loads show up in in all of these open-minded liberal immigrant loving uh there, there's no immigration problem whatsoever um statue of liberty bring us your uh, your tired your hungry your poor all, all of those democrats who get elected on on their empathy platforms all of a sudden it's like they have this NIMBY problem. It's like now that the illegal aliens who are, I mean, they're in these cities anyway, but now that they're really showing up in any kind of a uh, number, now all of a sudden it's it's a problem. And Elizabeth Warren, the fake Indian, the uh, failed presidential candidate and uh, senator from Massachusetts, she put out you know, she loves her empathy tweets and she put out a tweet that oh in in massachusetts we are going to be taking care of and and welcoming these migrants and you know what how many homeless people are in massachusetts or in just boston alone or or how about how many homeless people are living all over mass ave in cambridge outside of harvard square very nearby the fake Indian. You know what? Why can't we get these 400,000 or 500,000 people housing? We can't do that. We're, all we're doing is growing the uh, bum community. And you know what? L let me back up here. I'm not comparing illegal aliens to bums. I, I know that most illegal aliens, they're going to get jobs. They're going to work under the table. And, and many of them, they'll eventually... Yeah, they they will. They'll work their channels. They'll work their networks. And you know what? Good for them, if you want me to be completely honest, right? I walk to the gym in the morning. 
you know, I, I'm usually on the street before 7 a.m. And I, I live in a uh, club district. So there's often a lot of uh, trash and debris and, and cans out in the street in the morning. And you know what? There is typically there's a few guys out there in front of the restaurants with the uh, leaf blower and they are they're blowing all the uh, crap into the street for the uh, street sweepers to pick it up. And you know what? I, I'm not saying that the uh, these guys are illegal aliens. I have no idea. They could be legal. But you know what? I'm I'm willing to bet here, if we're being honest, that they probably weren't born in the United States. And they are they're up at five or six in the morning. They're laborers. They're they're doing these jobs that, you know, quite honestly, they probably prefer not to. But hey, they're working. And meanwhile, all around them, the uh, the bums who are sleeping on the benches, sleeping in front of the restaurant, sleeping in front of the library, they're just getting to bed. And you know what? They would never get up and uh, and get a leaf blower for 10 or 12 or 15 bucks an hour and, and blow trash. They'd never think of being able to do something like that. No way. But the a lot of illegal aliens, those are the kind of jobs they're doing. You know, another reason why these Democrats, why, why they're so upset, this is why they're really upset in, in these blue states in Illinois, in Massachusetts, in New York, or in the District of Columbia, you know what? They're, they're already solidly blue. And, and they think that all of these illegal aliens are going to vote, um, Democrat. They're going to vote blue. And oh, oh, I know that illegal aliens can't vote. I know it's never happened before. I know that our elections are safe and secure. And, and, you know, there's, there's no shady business at all with the, uh, voting in the state, uh, or pardon me, in the United States. I, I know all that. But they eventually think that these illegal aliens, they're, they're going to register to vote and that they are going to, in, in an act of gratitude or thanks to these Democrats, they're going to turn around and vote blue. So you know what they do? They move them all to the purple states or they move them to the red states. They want these illegal aliens to stay in Texas and go to Florida and go to Minnesota and go to the Dakotas. They want them to go to these red states because they think they're going to flip these red states into blue. And and that's another uh, element that you're not supposed to talk about and that the uh, Democrats think that we're too stupid to figure out what's going on here. Do you know something else that Democrats, they don't want to talk about? There's no other country on earth that allows a larger number of immigrants or grants them a legal status, a green card, a citizenship year after year than the United States. It's it's close to one million people per year are granted a, some kind of a legal status like a green card. OK, and guess what? I'm not talking about these people are all coming from England or Ireland or Finland or the Netherlands. They're largely coming from Mexico from India. They're, for the most part, they're people of color. And there's no other country, like I said, on earth that is allowing immigration in, in this way. There's, you know what? Most of the developed world, if you have a child, if you're an illegal alien and you have a baby in that country, like France, for example, that baby, even though they're born in France, but has two parents who are not French citizens or they're not in France legally, guess what? That kid is not considered a French citizen. Even if the kid speaks French, it doesn't matter. And 
I'm not saying that we should adopt that rule here. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just making the point that already how friendly the United States is to immigration. And you know what? If you don't like the immigration laws, well, these Democrats who when Barack Obama during his first term, when he was president, when he had control of the Senate and the Congress, then why didn't he fix it? Why, why didn't he make the immigration system more efficient? Why didn't he increase the cap on immigration and, and allow 2 million people in a year or allow 3 million people in a year or fix the computer system, which Biden obviously prioritized getting the IRS uh, billions of dollars this year so that way he could come after you if you're in the working or middle class? N- nothing. If you're an illegal alien, you can just come in. All, all 20, 30 million that are here, there's going to be no pursuit of them for any tax money whatsoever. No. So, you know what? The Democrats, they've, they had their opportunity. If t- they had their opportunity to fix the immigration system, but th- you know what? They don't want to. They, they have no interest in fixing the immigration system in any kind of a meaningful way. Do you know what happens if you try to immigrate from North Korea into China? You get your head blown off. And then they might ask you a question. You know what? Most countries, they have very strict immigration policies. They have borders. They have processes in place. And yet, for some reason, the, the United States of all the countries on earth, the, the Democrats and the liberals try to make us out to seem like, like we are just the most xenophobic, hateful, unfair, unjust, uh, human-hating scumbag nation on earth. But you know what? If it's so bad, Democrats and liberals and, and whoever you are, then then leave. Get out. Move on. And and how about this? Why don't you actually be some of the change that you want to see in the world? You got a spare bedroom? Are you letting refugees in? What, are you sponsoring them in any way? Are, are you helping them out? Are you doing anything? Or are you just on Twitter? telling uh, your fellow Americans what scumbags they are. Is that what you're doing? Cut it out. Cut it the bleep out. I'm, I'm sick of it. I, I can't even, I, I can't handle it anymore. The, the hypocrisy. Anyway, I am Bronin. Thank you for listening to my rant for the day. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Real Texas Radio Podcast.